With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, for all on the bench, uh, Baylor gets the lead now with four and a half minutes to go. Uh, 66-64 on West Virginia. Do you, uh, you know, I got to ask you, I mean, this is the first time, uh, to be honest with you, that I think I've seen West Virginia look good all year. I mean, I think they're an ugly 13-7. and seven. To me, um, I got to be honest with you, they're not a tournament team. Not this year. Not the way that they've played, that's for sure. I watched a little bit of them against Arkansas on Saturday. And boy, did they look awful. Uh, and they've played well here tonight, but over the last four or five minutes, uh, and we're in the crunch time of this basketball game, they're starting to melt here, Scotty. I mean, they are. Baylor now up two. Uh, they've blown. I believe their biggest lead was 10 that they had over Baylor here earlier in the second half. So they were up 10, and now they're losing by two. Well, you know yeah. they'd lose this game, right? Like, I, I'll, I'll keel over if they find a way to win it. Because I don't, I think that now that you've been passed, they remind me of the, uh, you know, the Indy 500 or the NASCAR Daytona 500. Once you get passed, it's over. You know what I mean? They once they pass you, it's over. You're not passing right. them again. You're not. You're not getting a lead back. I'll be shocked if they sniff that lead again. They got the ball. They're down two. Let's see if they can knock down a shot here and tie it. Or take the lead on a three. Let's see if they can do it. They they blew the lead. They lost the lead. Now they don't have it. And they make the bucket. I thought it was a charge. Did you see that? I'm about to see it now. I'm a couple. Gigantic a euro step, you. and he ran into the guy. I guess Ooh. it's a decent no call. Ooh, I, yeah, you're right. You I'm surprised. That was a foul? It, it looked pretty close. I mean, I don't know if the guy was set completely or not, but he barreled into him pretty good. Okay, well then at the other end, Baylor went to the same drive without a Euro step, but the same drive with bodies in the way, and the guy got fouled and no call, so they called nothing on either end. So I, I'm I'm fair with that. Letting him play. Now I just saw a foul, a really bad foul, and they called nothing as Baylor stole the ball, and the guys laying at the other end concussed. No call, but but then, but then when they went down to the other end, they called a charge on on, ba- on Baylor. So a, that they, was they the made up for call. it. The makeup call was the charge, right? He's still laying on this. the ground. Tell me this isn't a foul. 
I mean, that's a foul. I mean, that's a foul. Okay, and, you know, I, I saw a lot of that tonight in my game, just guys getting rung up and no call and uh, and ones, no call and everything else. You know, it, there comes a point where you just have to eat it, shut up. The more you complain, the less they're going to call it, uh, you know, for you. So shut your mouth and, and, you know, as I've always said to you, win in spite of them. If they're not yeah. making calls, you got to put it in the hole. There's only one way to beat refs. They can't do anything about you scoring. There's one thing that drives them crazy is when I would, like, you know, get a transition breakaway layup or something. Because, we, you know, we get it. We rip and run. And when we get you, we, we'll run you out of the building. Even though we're, you know, because we got a lot of young guys that play with old guys. And they know how to get the ball out and go and then finish. And I used to always say um, I'd go in and with a finger roll, like a low, low rider finger roll. Like just a whoop, and then I'd go like this and go, does that count? That drives them nuts. There's nothing that drives them more nuts than you just keep scoring. What are you going to do? Like, you can't do nothing about that, can you? You can't stop that, that freight train. We welcome our radio affiliates, millions of them, everywhere, all over the world, on satellite radio all over the Southern Hemisphere, on Sirius XM Channel 159, baby. On Sports Radio in Houston, National Network. On Sports Byline USA, San Francisco, National Network. And of course, our favorite friends in San Diego. So styling. ESPN Radio's Mightier 1090. From Baja to the Canadian Rockies. And even Alaska. I got an email last week. I, that, I saw that. Uh, some guy was listening in Alaska to 1090. He's like, crystal when I, when I, the he's the like I get it crystal clear when I, when I uh, point the antenna with the tinfoil a certain way at 97 degrees, uh, you know, this way angle. I get it crystal clear throughout the night, which was great to hear. He's like, while I'm skinning animals. <laughs> I'm listening to Pharrell on the bench. I'm, I'm I'm hanging skins out in the out in the shed. Venison. <laughs> ah. I don't think I could hang in Alaska, Carver High. I, I just. I've always wanted Just, to go there. Know, you, know, like, you know what I'd like to do? Well, I'd maybe like to take one of those cruises to Alaska. Snowmobiles. A, a yeah. cruise? Cruise to Alaska? Like they do one of those jobs that leaves yeah. out of like Seattle and it heads up north? Yeah. No, yeah, listen. I'm going to save you a lot of grief. Um, I'm not going, going on, on a cruise. Cruises. Don't go to the Pacific Northwest. Or don't go on a cruise, period. Never again. <laughs> never, never again. Never again. I just will not get on a cruise ship ever again. I've been trapped at sea, 50-foot waves, people hurling, furniture sliding across. It was the Titanic. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, so um, I have the thumper going, so if you can hear it, I don't care. I uh, my body's in atrophy after playing basketball. It's not that like I'm in I'm in you know pretty good shape again. It took me like a week to get back to playing normal after being in the hospital and stuff. But I um, the problem is is that like the last place I want to be sitting right now is right here. You know what I mean? Like after I play basketball for an hour and a half and I'm running nonstop and whatever. I, I didn't play that much. I played 15 minutes. But, you know, I'm running on an NBA court hard, jumping, swatting shots, getting rebounds, scoring. And then you you, you get done and you're, you're a little dehydrated. You want to drink a lot of liquids, water, Gatorade, whatever. And then the last thing you want to do is like sit down in a chair, like just in a chair. I, I just don't want to be doing this. So I'm an atrophy. It took an hour and I, my whole body's seizing up because I need to be like on a sofa watching, uh, catching up on power too. With, uh, you know, I love that show. I power liked it with too. Ghost. I liked it. But yeah, you never watched, uh, you know, uh, did you ever watch the? You never watched the the show Power with Ghost and with no. the guy. Oh my God! It's on Stars. You never seen that show? No. Oh my God, dude! It's so crazy, violent. It's, it's in New York, and it's about you know this drug empire. And this guy is this, you know, highfalutin. He runs for governor, everything else. But meanwhile, the whole time he's like a drug kingpin. And uh, all, everyone around him that works with him and for him and, like, his family and everything, it's like this saga of this guy trying to lead this double life. And then uh, the people that work for him, uh, you know, I, I always, uh, you know, it's hard for me to uh, describe it. Like, everyone's uh, name. Like, uh, I want to see uh, if I can do this right. Uh, let's see. Uh <sighs> Okay, yeah, Ghost Cast Power. Okay, so um, now I'm watching Ghost 2, which is, is it's about, it's called Power, and it's about the sun. All right, so what happens is in the original, um, in the original show, uh, okay, here we go. The original show, so they have, uh, you know, this guy that's the, he's the kingpin or whatever. And, uh, you know, he's the man, but his, his partner is this guy named Tommy. And so Tommy's this violent, crazy, lunatic, like complete wacko nut job who will kill and maim anyone that gets in the way of what they're doing. Like, they're drug dealers, and if you get in the way, you're dead. And, I mean, this guy literally kills half of New York. 
I mean, it's the most violent show you ever seen in your life. Then, uh, so now, like, he was so great on the show. This, 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 what do they call him? Like, the character that's not the main character. He's like the number two guy. Supporting actor. Supporting character. Yeah, the supporting actor. This guy, Tommy Egan, um, his star. So it turns out he's so popular on the show. And he's so badass that eventually they give him his own show. Like they make it, they made a spinoff of it. So what happens is the second season is about the son taking over the father's drug empire. And then two other shows come out of it. One of them is a story about this dude, Kanan, who is 50 cent, but they show Kanan as a child at, from the age of five on how he turned into this devil, this drug dealing devil. And then uh, the other show is going to be coming out February 6th. It's the fourth uh, rendition of it, which is it's the only one that hasn't been released yet. It starts February 6th. It's called, um, uh, what's it called? Force. And it's about Tommy, this white dude who, and all these other dudes are black in this in this show. And then they got this one white guy who's a complete, you know, he's, he's like the, he's the muscle. And then they made him a show called Force. And so what happens is on the main show, after about a season and a half into the second season, they, he gets he's wanted by the FBI really badly, right? And so, and I, you know, spoiler alert: if you don't like this, and screw you, I'm not going to give you a tip, or I'm not going to give you a go to bed, or any of that. I'm just going to tell you what happens. This guy is wanted by the FBI, so they do a phony, uh, you know, we got to get rid of him. We're gonna get, we're gonna kill him. And then, then he won't have to uh, go to jail for the rest of his life. So they do a they do a big murder thing, and they think he's dead. Meanwhile, the guy moves to Chicago, and he's not on the show anymore. They gave him his own show, and his own show is coming out February sixth, and it's called Force, and it's about him like going to Chicago on his own and deciding I'm gonna be my own drug kingpin, and I'm gonna go to Chicago and I'm just gonna kill people and get what I want. I'm gonna get mine. And this dude is the craziest white boy you ever seen in your life. I mean, he is absolutely ruthless. I mean, he'll kill his own mother. This dude is so evil, and it is so awesome. I mean, this is Scarface times 100, bro. <laughs> times 100. I can't get enough of it. It's, I've watched it since the beginning, and I, you know, I, I, I stopped watching it after like a season, right? I saw the first season of it maybe – Whatever it was, maybe it was two seasons, and and then I stopped watching it. I just was like, I don't have time for this. But then, um, you know, I didn't realize they made the kids series, two seasons of the Sun. Then they made the uh, season of the Fifty Cent's Childhood called uh, Raising Canaan, and then now they've made Force, which comes out February sixth about Tommy in Chicago. And I mean, he goes to Chicago and literally kills everyone. I mean, he kills everyone in sight. I mean, if you're on that show, you ain't living long. I know that. He kills everyone. I mean, he's ruthless. He wakes up in the morning, and all he wants to do is kill people. And, I mean, this guy blows people's heads off like you have no idea. And it's awesome. Like, if you like violence, if that's your thing on, you know, television, like, you know, crazy, wild, hot, your heartbeat type show, fast heartbeat, intensity, music, violence, if that's your thing, if that's your cup of tea, you'll love this. I mean, there's no one listening right now that doesn't know these shows that are, you know, if you've seen them, you already know I'm not tripping. They're badass. They're like the most badass. They're the only reason, in my view, that Stars exists, the channel. 
I mean, they turned this thing into a, a literally into a franchise. Like their whole their whole channel is based on these like four shows, and they've just blown up. I mean, they're enormous, and they're really cool, and they're fun to watch. I mean, you just fall right into them. Like you'll watch them at br- breakfast, lunch, dinner. It don't matter. Whenever you got a free hour, you'll watch. That's how good it is. Like I'll watch this over sports, and and like I don't watch anything over sports. But once I get wrapped up in it, I'm doomed because it's like it just sucks you in like a like a vacuum, like a wood chipper. You have no choice but to watch it. You're just like, oh, my God. And I mean, to tell you, I have to tell you, the chicks on this thing, they're all evil, too. Like the women on this thing are ruthless. I mean, they're like, I mean, they suck you right in with their good looks and their bodies and everything else. Then they cut your head off. I mean, they're like. Oh, baby, what's up? What's up? What's up? Put a machete head off. Oh, my God. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> I mean, to tell you, it is a crazy. One chick, uh, Carver High, they, they didn't like her, so they put her dog in a microwave oven. She, she's having sex in the other room. She's like, what is that smell? Come she on. goes in the kitchen, and the dog's in the microwave oven dead on fire. I mean, they're evil, and this show is evil. Evil. I mean, it is ruthless. They kill babies. It's no joke. You you watch this thing, you got to have stones. And believe me, I've had a lot of problems with my stones. So I got clearance from my doctor to watch it. You got to have gigantic grapefruit-sized stones to watch the show. You got to have clearance. It's like an airport clearance. I ride a runway nine. A clearance. Rider for all. Goes to power. Rider. Uh, Force February 6th. It starts. Rider. Uh, I know how to pick them. Then again, uh, what's funny in Raising Canaan, the kid over his bed, he has a picture of Scarface, the movie, because it's it's in the in in the early '90s. I have to tell you, still to this day, Scarface, my favorite movie of all time. Awesome. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, for all the bench, Baylor's going to win this game. Six seconds left. They're up four. And they, uh, I mean, West Virginia has the ball like a 40 footer. Off the backboard, brick. Uh, that's it. Game over. 81-77, Baylor final. Cover both ends. Baylor to win. West Virginia 14. Check out. Let's go. You know, Carver Hype, I was actually um, looking at, uh, obviously, tomorrow's games. Because, uh, you know, I have to, for one. And for two, uh they're actually uh, really good, right? So I just want to show you a couple of things. The Warriors ended up winning 122-108. So they covered that number. Barely. They did cover it, though. Remember it was like 12 and a half? Something like that? Uh, yeah, it was right in that area. I got it at 10 and a half. It went to 12 and a half. They won 122-108. 
But uh, I was on the Raptors this morning at, at like 7 a.m. And you heard me today on uh, Coast to Coast. I went, you know, I was on the Raptors, but the Hawks won so many games in a row. I flipped it to the Hawks. Sure enough, the Raptors beat them by six. I hit the Sixers to win, but Grizzlies covered the three and a hook. I think it went to four and a hook, but uh, the Grizzlies lost by three in overtime. And in that game, I got I got to look at this. Uh, do you see this double body double of Bob Huggins? Who is that? Is like, does, does that someone <laughs> like a? Is that his brother? Who is that? I don't know. I can't hear him, but he looks exactly like him. Holy cow! He's got to be related. Has to be. I can't hear it, obviously. I'm I mean, I don't even know. They're, I don't even know. They're talking about Hall of Fame or something? Like, is that some hockey player? I don't know. I, I don't know who they're talking about. They're calling him Henry something or another. Does he have a brother named Henry? Anyway, uh, boy, that guy looked like Huggins. I'll tell you that much. Dead ringer. Doppelhanger. Uh, John Moran had 37. Bain had 34. I will amaze you. And then on the other side, your boy, um, how about this? Embiid didn't even play in the game, and they won. 122-119. Go figure, right? Drummond had 23 rebounds. Andre, the giant, Drummond. 16 points, 23 rebounds. That is insane. Ty Maxey had 33. That was it. Uh, Harris had 31. Sixers win it, 122-119. Go figure the Clippers. They've been winning. They listen to the Pacers, 122-116. Cavaliers win by three. I told you today, I, I have my doubts. They'll cover eight because they played crappy on Sunday, crappy on Monday. They're lucky they won the game. I told you I was scared to death to bet on the Knicks laying five and a half, but they won 116-96. That's the best game the Knicks have played in two months. And the Celtics, I told you, with no Butler, no P.J. Tucker, they have no chance against the Celtics. 122-92, Celtics win it. The thing that I wanted to tell you about is tomorrow, it's so great because the Nets are playing the Suns in the Valley. And uh, I actually think some of the other games are good, too. How about this one? Wizards and Bucks in Milwaukee, the Nuggets and T-Wolves in Minneapolis, and the Warriors uh, go face Popovich and the Spurs in San Antonio. I think those are, are good games. But in particular, I have to tell you that uh, Tuesday's college basketball is where it's at. I really do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe, it's, maybe it's just me, but I, I think tomorrow Some night big is, matchups. is absolute. I mean, it's delicious. How about these games? Um, Creighton and UConn's good. Kansas, Iowa State. A&M and Tennessee. Michigan State and Maryland. North Carolina and Louisville. It gets better. It really does. Alabama and Auburn, Texas and Texas Tech, Providence and St. John's, Ole Miss and LSU, Cal and Stanford, and then Nevada and UNLV. I mean, they hate each other's guts. I was, I was, uh, I saw earlier. I obviously this is this is Chris Beard's uh, first return to Lubbock. Uh, as the Longhorn head coach. So when Texas arrived uh, tonight, there was a whole bunch of Red Raider Nation 
outside. I don't know where they were walking into the practice gym or the hotel, wherever they're at in Lubbock, and they were giving him the business. Business. And what did he do? Right, he just walked in like he was ignoring everybody. But, I mean, honestly, yelling at the guy, like, what, what do you think? He wasn't going to turn down money from Texas? I mean, come on. Would they turn down that money? Nobody would. No. And you know what's crazy? They have the same record. The guy that's uh, coaching at uh, Texas Tech's Tech's good doing a great year. job. Yeah, they've been really good. They're tough. I mean, to tell you, I watched them play last week, and I kept talking about it. I was like, wow, uh, this is a good uh, basketball team. When I saw them you know, losing in double overtime at Kansas at Fog Allen, right? Then they turn around and kick Mississippi State's teeth in. They beat West Virginia. They beat Iowa State. I mean, they beat everybody. Baylor. They beat Kansas, um, you know, in Lubbock. Lost to them in double overtime in Lawrence. I mean, they are they are as tough as it gets. And now they open up February uh, tomorrow night at home in Lubbock against Texas. Who do you like in that game? Do you think um, oh. Texas Tech beats uh, Chris Beard? I mean, they're gonna play like they're gonna play their ass off. I am on the Red Raiders tomorrow night, baby. That is gonna be. A den of iniquity tomorrow night. They are going to be wild in there, judging by how I saw these people acting tonight. Yeah, and you think they can handle the moment? I do, because you just rang off all those teams that they beat this year. They're they're a good team. They're a real good basketball team. They might be better than Texas. Yeah. Seton Hall and Georgetown tomorrow. Tulsa and Wichita State. I mean, it goes on and on. It just goes on and on. What a I mean, great night. Just, great night. I mean, it is. Oh, it's all night long. How about this one? How about this one? Davidson at St. Bonnie. Taking on the Bonnies as Davidson wow. comes in at 17-3. and three. How about A&M in Tennessee and Knoxville? There'll be some nudity. B.C. and Virginia in Charlottesville. North Carolina and Louisville. All tomorrow. Can you imagine? I have to look because, I mean, those games are so delicious in in the NBA and in college basketball. Is it even legal to talk about hockey tomorrow? Is it legal? <laughs> I mean, can I get away with it, or am I going to lose my green card? I don't know. Capitals and Penguins. Ovechkin against Crosby at the wow. BGs, the Penguins Little Ovi Sid tomorrow night, continue. huh? Ovi Sid tomorrow. Sid Ovi. Um, the Sharks are playing great hockey. They're playing the Lightning. The Panthers and Rangers at the Garden. Senators and Islanders at Belmont. How about this one? Flames and Stars in Dallas. And there's other games that aren't worthy of mentioning. I will give you a little Leafs Devils at the Rock. I mean, the Leafs have 28 wins. They have to come in and just absolutely have sex with the Devils, right? The Devils blew a. The Devils had a three-one lead in Toronto tonight, and then got waxed six to four. 
Of course they did. I was all over the Leafs. I lost the Blackhawks. Lost the uh, Ducks. They didn't get it done. Lost the Oilers. They didn't get it done. Are you kidding me? The Senators beat the Oilers. How about did the Oilers suck? They suck. They're awful. I mean, honestly, like, what is the deal? They're 22-16-3, but they, it seems like they never win. David had a goal. Pretty boy. Panthers 8-4 over the Jackets. Reinhardt with a trick. You know, I, I, everybody's and, – and listen, the Panthers are amazing. They're, they're scoring like six, seven goals a night. They're thumping all these teams. They're 36-9-3 and three or something like that. But you know, you know it all changes when you get to playoff time. They ain't going to be scoring six, seven goals a night when you get into that playoff hockey. We've seen it with the Avalanche the last few years. Things change when you get in the playoffs. That's our boy Jumbotron playing down there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes, still trying. Still trying to get it. Archman had a couple of goals. Reinhardt a hat trick. Tibbet a goal. Weger a goal. Barkoff another goal. How about this guy Barkoff? He's I mean legit. Tell you, 21 goals, 38 points. Guy's a freak. So uh Obviously, Carver High gets very emotional when he talks about Tom Brady. We'll talk about him when we come back on the bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So... Carver High is very upset. About what? That very upset that I had to bring up Tom Brady because after 20 years of wow. hearing it and after, you know, every Super Bowl for the last umpteenth year, it just it's just constant. The two-week run to the Super Bowl is just automatic. It's just... That, you know, you spend the entire time talking about Tom Brady, what would it be if we were to like start off the Monday of the week from hell with no Super Bowl? The week of nothing, we like to refer to it as. The uh, week of nothing, which the Pro Bowl is nothing. Well, yeah. The NHL All-Star Game is nothing. It's well, you know what? Pro Bowl. We, we've got, at least but, we've but, got some but, good college hoops this week. we got good college hoops. We do have good college hoops, but... I mean, I have to be honest, like, I hit so many college basketball bets, it's not even funny, as I'm, like, still, like, watching power and violence on stars and ghosts and all this other stuff. You know, I'm watching the, the you know, Tariq, um, St. Patrick is the kid's name. 
the, the drama around him as a drug dealer at, at the college. And they even have, it's so funny. You know who's on this thing? They have uh, this basketball player. One of the drug dealer's kids is a basketball player. And he's going to the NBA. And he's going to be drafted in the first round. He's a lottery pick. And uh, they have him being interviewed throughout the uh, show by Jameel Hill. She's mm. the uh, alleged, at, at the time, the host of the NBA you know, interview, in-depth interview show on ESPN where she's interviewing star athletes and she's constantly following the saga of this um, this guy, Zeke, who is a uh, NBA prospect. He's a monster. He's got the body of uh, Zion Williamson type of thing. And um, I wonder if he's going to miss as many games as Zion. <laughs> but anyway... Um, so I watched that and like I started watching that on on Saturday and I just didn't I just didn't like I was making money all day long with college basketball. I mean hitting everything. Literally everything in sight. Hitting I was like the hit king. Anyway, and I watched the shows on Stars, you know, on on demand and I didn't I didn't actually I was like just watching that all day and didn't watch any basketball. I I watched a little like here and there but nothing major. Where like you know, the week before, I told you I watched the uh, Kentucky-Auburn game, and I was into all that. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But you're right. There's tons of games, so there's a lot of games. But this is the week uh, of nothing. At the end of the day, none of it matters. All that we really want to see is the Super Bowl. Uh, and unfortunately, it's one game. You know what I mean? I actually think the wild card and divisional uh, weeks uh, are – uh, and, and even I'll throw in the title games are better than the Super Bowl. I mean it. I think those playoff yeah. games, like the like the Buffalo Kansas City weekend, those four games, those were the four best games you'll ever see in your life. You can't deny it. Those those games well, no. are better. Well, like, that Super Bowl is like anticlimactic. It is um, because you have the two week build up. Even the day of the game, it's not like a real pain day. It, it just isn't like. The day is filled with so much nonsense. It's it, it's not a, a, a typical pain day because the day is filled with nonsense. You're waiting all day for a 6:30 kickoff, which is weird. No, you never get you know, it's just a weird kickoff. And then you also the game itself. Yeah, when they're playing, it's an actual game, but everything around the game is different than when you watch every other week. The commercials are longer. The commercials are more hyped up. The halftime is an it hour takes and a half. Four and a half long. hours. It's just the game itself is not like a normal Sunday when you're watching the game. So I agree with you. It's, you know, it's fun. We all get excited for it, and we're going to bet several thousand tickets on it, but it's not like a typical NFL Sunday. Listen, I thought your boy Brian Dable did a good job today talking about he being did. the you know, Giants coach, but he looked like a deer in the headlights when he walked in from his truck into that building. And they filmed him. And I've never seen anything more uncomfortable than that. Like, he looked like, what is happening here? There's some guy filming me walking in a parking lot. Like, it was, <laughs> he's like, he's going to learn real fast that he's in New York. Because he was like, why Why are you filming me? And he, But he just looked like the nerdy, fat guy going to work. And I was like, this guy looks so uncomfortable. But then when they put him in front of the microphone, he's like, man, I am here to win and kick ass. And we're going to put people out there that uh, play, like, out of their minds. We're not interested in anything anything less. You're either going to play out of your mind or you ain't playing here. 
And then, uh, and then oh, they we, introduced the Bears' new coach, no. and then they wait till we, field wait till talking we about how excited he is. Wait till we play that guy tomorrow. The the Bears GM uh, saying that they're going to take back over the North. We got to play that cut tomorrow. We're taking back over yeah, the North. He said he's going to take it over forever. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Wow. How do you think uh, Josh McDaniels is going to do in Vegas? I think he's going to do awful. So do I. I think he's. I think he's gonna be absolutely awful. He, he's no John Gruden. Look at these hacks. You don't so think far. he's learned anything from the first time he he screwed up and died? Uh, yes, and, you, know, you would, Yeah, you would have to think that there has to be some things that he's gonna change from the first time where it was a, a colossal failure in Denver. You think there has to be some change? You would think. Uh, you still haven't told me uh, what you think of uh, the fact that we're gonna we can't go one day without talking about Tom Brady. So today, well, all day long, it was in defense of Tom Brady if he were to retire or not. And uh, of course, there were reports from Schefter and ESPN has been riding this story all the way to the hilt that that he's done. He's retired. And then Brady, uh, literally his father came out and said he's not, his agent, the team said he's not. And then he finally, Brady, spoke today and said uh, he has not made a decision and he's doing what's best uh, for he and his family. And he'll, uh, he's getting close to, basically that's what he said, he's getting close to making his mind up, right? But he's, yep. uh, he obviously would not admit any kind of that he's retired yet. Nope. Yeah, he he basically said he understands how um, media wants to be first with everything and blah, 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 blah. But me and my family are still taking this time to figure it out. I don't know. I I mean, I hope the dude's gone. I'm so sick of this guy. Like, just get him out of here. Do do you know, how about this? You know, what they've tried to do is over time, and, and obviously this is exactly what's going on here. Uh, over time, over the last like year or two, they've tried to sell him as the oldest player ever that's played this well. You know that that right. at his age, it's impossible to be this this fountain of youth and to win Super Bowls at his age, which he did last year, and that it's just absolutely unthinkable that he could be doing this at this age. But do you realize? that he is nowhere near, not even close. He's not even close to being the oldest guy that ever played. There's like seven guys ahead of him. I mean, Blanda, it goes on and on, Vanateri, there's all these guys. I saw the list. He's not even close to being the oldest guy ever. And not only that, he couldn't, and I mean it, he couldn't make that if he tried. There is no way I believe for one minute that that guy could play four more years of quarterback in the NFL. I just I don't believe it. I don't either. I just I, I don't believe he can play for him. George Blanda played till he was forty eight, and he was still slinging it. This guy's forty four, and uh, I'm not going to argue with anybody about that he's the greatest ever. I think that's been established. I'm I'm pretty clear with it. Like I hate him, and I still I but I still respect him, right? I I'm not. Right. I would never disrespect what he's done. You have to acknowledge his greatness. He's the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. That's it. 
I mean, you can argue all your you fans think you know, and you're you got a favorite team and a favorite Bart Starr and all these other people. People argue until the cows come home. Who's the greatest quarterback? Joe Montana. Blah 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 blah. It goes it goes on and on. And then you know they argue about uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Eli. They don't even get mentioned. You know, Aaron Rodgers gets more juice, way more juice with his one ring than Roethlisberger or Manning. And they got, I mean, Roethlisberger played in three of them, right? I mean, yeah. and, uh, you know, you could, I mean, you could talk, you go on and on, Steve Young, Troy Aikman, you could go on and on with all these guys, right? And, uh, but they always, uh, it always comes down to uh, that, you know, and now, and now Mahomes is on the list. Now Mahomes is one of the greatest that ever lived. Yeah, with his one Super Bowl ring and his uh, three, uh you know, flops, lost in the Super Bowl, lost in the AFC title game twice, right? In the last four years, lost twice in the AFC title game and lost in the Super Bowl. So one in three, right, in big games. But they but they got him as one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever lived. And uh, I'm sorry, none of them can hold Tom Brady's onions. They can't, nope. not one of them. Aaron Rodgers is no more the greatest quarterback that ever lived than I am. He is one of the great playoff failures of my lifetime. I mean, is he not? Is he not? I mean, you can't even argue it. You can't even argue it. You don't don't waste your time. I mean, one after the next, they're like stacked like a house uh, of cards. I can't, I honestly, like, he's 0-4 against the Niners, let, let alone everybody else. Now, look. It is what it is. You can think he's the greatest of all time. He's just not on my greatest of all time anything. Sorry, you lose. And um, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not buying that. I'll argue till the cows come home. Of Ro- you know Rogers and people like Roethlisberger. Now everyone, you know, oh Rogers is so much better. I, you know, actually, uh, Roethlisberger's got all the records and all the rings. He's played in three of them. He's got two rings, all the Pro Bowls, all the records. Only uh, Manning, Brady, and Roethlisberger throw for sixty thousand and that many touchdowns. I mean, it goes on and on the number of records he broke. But he gets no, absolutely no love whatsoever because everybody's so far on Rodgers' D that they're like, I mean, they're surfing on it, right? I can't take it. I just, I can't take it. So you guys sit around talking about Aaron Rodgers all day uh, with his mullet. And you just keep, he's the greatest quarterback that ever lived, that never, you know, really. Thank God he won the Super Bowl, because honest to Christ, imagine what they'd say if he didn't. <laughs> but this guy, uh, Brady, no one can touch him. No one can touch him. It's over. Nope. He's the greatest ever. But, I, I, I and I respect him, greatest ever. I, I And without a doubt, I think he's the greatest ever. But, I, you, know, I, you know, I hope he rots in hell. <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't want to well, see, I see him anymore. I that's how I thought on Saturday. I don't need it. I don't need what? That's how I thought Saturday, too. It's like, we know he's the greatest ever, but I'm tired of it. Just go away for a while. Just get lost. See ya. I want to watch Joe Burrow. Uh, something new. Something fresh. Something new. Something blue. You know, give me something. Anything. Then the same thing every single year. Does he not realize how much of a pain in the ass he's become? No one's told him, his wife, nobody. Or he's the only thing that matters in the NFL. I'm sick and tired of it.
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So what do you think of uh, the Vikings uh, interviewing Jim Harbaugh on Wednesday? Do you believe what I said today uh, when I suggested that um, he's accomplished, believe it or not, everything he will ever accomplish in terms of topping what he did this year, winning the Big Ten, beating Ohio State, and making the college football playoff Final Four? Uh, He'll never do that again at Michigan, in my opinion, uh, the trifecta. Uh, He leaves on a high note. And that's what they'll remember him for in Ann Arbor of going from 0-5 against Ohio State to beating them and to going to the playoff. Not winning it, but going to the playoff. He's never going to do better than that there. Do you think he leaves and takes the Minnesota Vikings job after they offer it to him? I think if they offer him the job, he would absolutely consider it and go. But I do still think interviewing for it, et cetera, still might have a little something to do with him trying to squeeze every last dollar out of Michigan. Uh, you know, I mean, if he listen, if he gets offered it and he goes, more power to him. But I still think there's a part of me that thinks he's taking this interview to try to extract more cash out of Michigan. And what about your uh, Bobby Johnson leaving uh, to join Dable with the Giants, your offensive line coach? Uh, he's taken a lot of the staff with him, which is uh, concerning on several levels. Uh, we'll have to see when the carnage is over. Uh, it sounds like he might get Dorsey, too, which is going to bother me. He's the quarterback coach. You would have think he'd be the next offensive coordinator in Buffalo, but he may go to do that with the Giants. We'll have to see. Uh, the offensive line coach, you know, it is what it is. He worked close with Dable, and he wants to go with him. It's going to be an interesting week uh, to see uh, what happens. You know, there's so many interviews. There's millions of interviews, so I'm not, like, breaking stories of who's interviewing who. I'm, I'm just talking about uh, when, when guys get the job, that's when we'll talk about it. We'll see what happens. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast for Carver High and Pharrell. Good night from New York.